Merhaba from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Turkey update from the 7th of December 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Turkey. On Saturday the 3rd, Kemal Kılıçdaroğlu, the leader of the main opposition party, the Republican People's Party, or CHP, revealed his party's new vision for Turkey's economic recovery. He named it, quote, a call for the second century, end quote, a reference to the beginning of the second century of the Turkish Republic in 2023. Last week, Kılıç Darulu appointed a group of renowned Turkish and foreign economists as his advisors. In the meeting, he mentioned that he hired 70 new advisors and called them the party's, quote, brain team beyond politics, end quote. He said that they were going to help the country get out of the economic crisis. He added that this would be relatively easy and that the real change was to prevent the country from falling into the same situation once again. Moving on, on Tuesday the 6th, during the 2023 budget talks, a quarrel broke out at the parliament between the members of the ruling Justice and Development Party, or AKP, and the opposition Good Party, or EE Parti. The quarrel then turned into a fistfight. Zafer Ishik, a member of the AKP, punched Hussein Ors, a member of the EE Parti, in the head. Ors suffered a heart spasm and had to be shocked back to life and spent the night and intensive care. Another member of the EE Parti, said that Ors had a pre-existing heart condition and that his life was still at risk. Yishik refused to apologize, saying, quote, such things happen at the General Assembly, end quote. The parliament banned Yishik from attending two meetings. In some international news, recall that back in June, Turkey, Finland, and Sweden signed a deal to relieve Turkey's concerns over the two Nordic countries' bid to join NATO. However, Turkey had been expecting concrete steps from the two countries in meeting its expectations. They also had a meeting last week where they discussed these steps. So on Friday the 2nd, Sweden deported Mahmut Tat, a Kurdish man who had alleged links to the Kurdish Workers' Party, which Turkey deems a terrorist organization. In 2015, a Turkish court sentenced Tat to over six years in prison. He then sought refuge in Sweden. The Swedish migration minister said that Tot's asylum application was rejected. She further noted that the Swedish government didn't have any ruling power over asylum applications and that his deportation was a migration case, not a political one. On Saturday the 3rd, Tot arrived in Istanbul and the police sent him to prison. Still on international relations, recall that last month President Erdogan shook hands with his Egyptian counterpart Sisi. This was the first close contact between the two leaders in nine years, as Erdogan harshly criticized Sisi for toppling the Egyptian government with a coup and even accused him of murdering people after assuming power. Following this meeting, Erdogan said, quote, there's no place for resentment in politics, end quote, and hinted at a possible reconciliation with the Assad regime in Syria as well. Similarly, Russia has been trying to bring Erdogan and Assad together and end the conflict in the region via politics. Erdogan expressed that he is willing to get together. However, Reuters reported that according to its sources from Syria, Assad rejected meeting with Erdogan. One of the sources said that such a meeting would boost Erdogan's chance at winning the 2023 elections. The source also added that Syria wouldn't agree to a meeting with Turkey before the elections, and that the country believed it was meaningless to have a meeting without Turkey taking some concrete steps towards reconciliation, aka full retrieval of Turkish troops from Syria. Want to check out Reuters' article? Follow the link in our show notes. Now on to some sports news. 
On Thursday the 1st, the Turkish Television and Radio Corporation, a state-run broadcaster, removed Alper Bakirjikel, the commentator of the World Cup match between Canada and Morocco, in halftime after he mentioned the former football player Hakan Shukur, a supporter of the Islamist preacher Fethullah Gulen, that the government blames for masterminding the 2016 coup attempt. The commentator said, quote, Hakan Shukur scored the quickest goal in the history of the World Cup, end quote. Many people, including opposition figures, criticized his removal. In a parliamentary question to the vice president of the parliament, a parliament member from the opposition People's Democratic Party asked with a hint of irony where Bakir Jagil got the information that Shukur was holding the record and if the government would apply to FIFA to remove the fastest goal statistic of the World Cup in order not to say Shukur's name. Speaking of football, on Sunday the 27th of November, Gostepe and Altai football clubs from the city of Izmir had their second division derby match. However, the match was cut short after a group of people fired fireworks at the Gostepe supporters while ambulances had to enter the football field to treat the injured. The fireworks severely hurt one person. Another supporter attacked Altai's goalkeeper during the brawl that arose in the field afterwards. On Wednesday the 30th, the court arrested 19 people for their involvement in the matter. The court charged both the man who attacked the goalkeeper and the one who fired the fireworks with attempted murder. In some more tragic news, on Monday the 5th, a tramway and a city bus collided in the Ali Beykoy district of Istanbul. The bus hit two other cars and crashed into a security cabin. Over 30 people were injured in the crash. Next up, Thursday the 1st was World Human Immunodeficiency Virus Day, better known as HIV Day. To mark the day, the head of the HIV Research Department of the Turkish Clinical Microbiology and Infectious Disease Foundation gave a speech. He revealed that in the last few years, experts have observed HIV in children as young as 15 years old. He added that there were almost 40,000 known HIV cases in the country. Almost all of those people had been infected through sexual contact. He also said that almost 70% of the known cases were contracted through heterosexual relations. Moving on to the oil market, Oil prices had been relatively stable the past few weeks. However, on Saturday the 3rd, the price of a liter of diesel gas increased over 1 lira, around 5 US cents, reaching almost 24 liras a liter, or a little over a dollar. This week, the price has dropped two days in a row. With the new price down, a liter of diesel oil is now below 21 liras in some cities. Even though people are happy that the prices decreased, they criticize the frequent ups and downs in prices. Let's close off this edition with some cultural news. On Sunday the 4th, Turkey held the 48th Pantene Golden Butterfly Awards, an award ceremony for cinema, TV, and music. The public and the jury collectively select the winners. This year, the TV series Judgment, or Yargi in Turkish, won the Best TV Series Award. The two leads of the series, Pinar Deniz and Khan Urgancioglu, also won the Best Actor and Actress Awards. As for music, Edis took home the Best Male Singer Award for the second consecutive year, and the Best Female Singer Award went to Zeynep Bastik. And that's it for this week. Every once in a while, we put in event recommendations for the month ahead. Are these useful, or should we skip them? If you like them, what kind of stuff do you want to know more about? Let us know at turkey at rorschach.com. Hoşçakalın! Hoşçakalın!